Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Hello. Hello. And welcome again to the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Mike Kapler. That's Joel Brzezinski. We're glad you're with us. Thank you for telling a friend that they can pick up on our humble humble little podcast here at growingingrace.org. Of course, you can pick us up on many podcast platforms, but all past archived programs for sure can be found at growingandgrace.org. That's where it's all at, growingandgrace.org. And I've also, if you um, subscribe to us on YouTube, you've probably, on at Grace Roots, youtube.com slash Grace Roots, um, you've probably seen that I've done some shorts. It's what the YouTube calls their little, like, short little videos. I've done some of those. I think on YouTube, uh, the shorts have to be less than a minute, but I've also joined the TikTok you can find me on uh, that uh, information-collecting, uh, privacy-ruining site called TikTok. That's what people have told me anyway. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I understand. I know where they're coming from. But it's also a great place to share the gospel. So I am the at the Breeze Man, at the Breeze Man on TikTok. And I've done a few little short videos, and I plan to do some more. And, of course, on uh, Instagram, too, I'll post them there as well. And it's uh, Grace Roots Joel. It's, I'm sorry I had to have different names on each one, but uh, the main one, TikTok, I'm at The Breeze Man. And don't forget, of course, to subscribe on YouTube because we post our podcast there every week, and that seems to be where we get the most traction, the most um, interaction with people. So, again, YouTube.com, and the, the channel is called Grace Roots. You know, uh, Joel, Joel is much more uh, social media savvy than, than I am. I I, for example, never got on Twitter. <laughs> I just didn't do it. Uh, what you can, I don't even want to get into the reasons why, but I, I, I didn't. I don't know if I'll ever get into TikTok, and I'm sure there's going to be many other ones as, as the years go by. So it can be used for good or bad, like a lot of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> Social media. Uh, so we were talking last week about the the spirit of God and and. We want to encourage people not to underestimate him. You know, sometimes he can be um, hard for us as humans to relate to, uh, easy to overlook because our focus is on Jesus a lot, right? Which is good. The Spirit comes to testify about Jesus, so that's good. But, you know, we don't have a picture of the Holy Spirit hanging up on our wall or anything like that. So sometimes it's just hard for us to uh, wrap our minds around the idea. Of, of the Holy Spirit. Well, right. He, but, he's not a physical presence that we can yeah. see, hear, yeah, yeah, we, taste, not, smell, touch. We're not touch. making that connection like we did with Jesus who right. became a man. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he's very real, very exactly. real in your life. Joel, I, I mentioned to you one other time that when when I was writing my book, Clash of the Covenants, there, there were times where I would just sit down and get on the keyboard wondering what was going to happen next. And then I would just, all of a sudden, something would just kind of take over. I, I don't mean that I wasn't doing the typing or anything. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I'm right, not trying to right. go weird here on you, but um, <laughs> but it was just as if all of a sudden, it's just stuff would start rolling. Well, on that, and, on that too. Just last week, we were talking about how we individually, you know, came to Christ, and and a similar thing had happened to me. I talked about my friend who was the one who had at one time shared some things about Jesus with me. Well, one time I was the, the day that this big change happened in my life that I talked about on the last program was I was driving by where he worked, and I thought, I'll have to stop and see him sometime. But I just kept on going. And then I got up to the next intersection, and the way that I describe it, all of a sudden, my car started turning around, and you know, I found, my, I found myself making a U-turn and, and coming back, in, in, and it's as if that was the Holy Spirit doing it. It was me doing it. I was turning the steering wheel, but it was it was like it was as if I was under the influence of the Holy Spirit to do that. It was He was leading me to do that. So it was like I relate to that with how you talk about how it's you doing the typing, but it was like the Holy Spirit was doing something in you. Yeah, it, it it's really interesting, and and there's times I think in our lives like that throughout our day where the Holy Spirit may be leading, guiding, directing. I'm not saying that we don't have the ability to make our own decisions, because we do. We, we can accept or reject, or, or we, we may not even be aware that he is there in the middle of it, orchestrating things. Um, and we may or may not even be aware of it. I, I mean, there are, there are a number of times in my life where I can remember recognizing the Spirit of God at work in certain situations. Um, and, and other times where I realized it later, sometimes much later, where I began to realize, oh, I'm, I'm looking back at the path now and seeing, or the circumstances and seeing, oh, okay, all right, now, and, and maybe even then it was the Spirit of God revealing to me that he was involved in that back at the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I think sometimes people get zealous for, um, seeing manifestations of, of the Spirit of God or gifts of the Spirit and, and, and different things like that. And there's nothing wrong with being zealous for that. I just think sometimes we, we try to force it, uh, and, and it's not always real. Um, so I, my encouragement, I guess, uh, today, Joel, is, is just to, to rest in Jesus, uh, keep flowing in the grace of God, and just be aware that God is with you at all times. He never leaves. Uh, he does want to reveal truth. He does want to lead. He does want to guide. You know, Jesus, I know I'll be misunderstood here, although I've said this before. Jesus never said he was going to send a Bible to lead and guide us, okay? Mm -hmm. As Joel said last week, that's not a knock on the Bible. It's an elevation of the Spirit of God. Uh, Jesus said he would send his Spirit. Um, And I think sometimes we just, uh, and God understands, but I think sometimes we just underestimate him. Yeah. And in Hebrews one Hebrews one starts out by saying that in the past, God spoke to the fathers by the prophets, but in these last days has spoken to us by His Son. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 those were, you know, when they when they say spoken to us by by the prophets, they're they're really referring to writings, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not like all of Israel was there to hear the prophet when he was speaking, right? And and so the interesting thing about that is that. Like what you what you were just saying was that God said, "I will give to you my son." You know, uh, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. We talked last week about how neither you or I had had Bible knowledge about how to be saved, but yet we both got saved, <laughs> and it was because 
of God sending his son. Uh, and I talked about my friend who had no knowledge whatsoever, wasn't pursuing Christ or anything like that, had no background in the church. And the Holy Spirit did some wonderful, miraculous things in his life that ended up leading him to Christ. And it was without having the knowledge of the scriptures. Uh, we can't emphasize enough, uh, we're, not, we're not here to bash the Bible, the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures, the Old Canon, the Old Testament Canon, or the uh, the writings of that are known as the New Testament, uh, the the writings, the letters of Paul and uh, Peter and John, and of course we've done our own podcast series about James, and that's partially what has led to us talking about this, partially um, because. Paul, we've talked about how we believe that James was teaching a gospel. Uh, it's seen in Acts 15. It's seen in Acts 21. It's seen in, in Galatians 2. How James, at least at the time that he wrote his epistle, believed in um, a gospel of you believe in Jesus plus do the works of the law. And that was in error, of course. That was in error uh, because it's by grace through faith apart from works. And so... The question comes up is, is, should James be in this so-called canon of Scripture? And then how did this canon come about? Are we to trust this canon or, or the, the men who voted to make these 27 specific epistles into a canon of Scripture? Did God ever say that he was going to do that? And so these questions come up, and I think it, it puts a lot of fear in people because we have these epistles. That's the truth. It tells us the truth. What do we do? If, if you're saying that that's not a canon, uh, then how do we know what the truth is? And well, So what we're getting at, again, not to knock those writings, but it's to say that the Holy Spirit teaches us. And the, the Holy Spirit teaches us through uh, many different ways. We've described three different ways. The way that you came to the Lord, Cap, the way that I came to the Lord, the way that my friend came to the Lord. And there are so many different ways that the Holy Spirit ministers to us and teaches us. Sometimes it's through the writings. And uh, sometimes it's it's through other means. And we, we need to put our trust... In, 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 like you say, we're elevating the ministry of the Holy Spirit and not so much knocking writings, but trying to put the writings at the same time uh, in, in their place where these men were writing what they understood. They were witnesses to certain things uh, regarding Christ. They were writing to specific groups of people and explaining to them the gospel and other things as they understood them. And that's what ended up in, in these um, books that we know as the New Testament. And uh, we want to elevate the Spirit of God through all of this, knowing that he's the one that ultimately teaches us. Yes, yes, a absolutely. And, and so if, if you're of the mindset <clears throat> that every, uh, let's, let's start here, Second uh, Timothy 3.16, and, and I know this is where a kind of a root or a foundation where a lot of people get their assumptions about the Bible. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, what Paul is referring to here when he says all scripture, it's all scripture before Jesus. <laughs> all, all the writings, the, the, mm -hmm. the holy scripture is what Paul is referring to, because those were the scriptures that the apostles, like Paul, would use ruthlessly 
especially amongst the, the Jewish people, to uh, provide the evidence that they were seeking when it came to Jesus being the Christ. They would refer to, because that's what those scriptures did. Ultimately, the, the, the purpose of those scriptures was to reveal Jesus Christ. Now, he was hidden within those scriptures, but would eventually become revealed as Paul would explain some of these things to people. They, they, they would actually, there was a time in the book of Acts, it says, where people would come to him. He was like at a house. Uh, maybe he was under house arrest, if I remember at the time, but uh, they would come to him and, and he would explain, you know, all day long to people using those Old Testament scriptures that God gave them by inspiration. They were profitable for, for those different things. Um, but the New Testament, we have assumed, are uh, of the same value when it comes to calling them scriptures. Now, the word scripture just simply means writings, really. Now, you can refer to them as just writings, or you can refer to something more specific, like the, the Holy Old Testament Jewish scriptures, um, but they're writings. That's what they are. Uh, the, obviously, the uh, the gospel books, the, the, the books of Paul, the, some of the other apostles, those are also writings. Um, now, you can be of the persuasion, as most of the church world is, that every single syllable, every single word, everything in there is, is um, God speaking through them. <clears throat> I guess my question, and I, I have been under that persuasion for a long, long time, but eventually I had to start asking myself, why do I think that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who told us that? Uh, who, who said that? I mean, even within Paul's writings, there are times where he says, eh, this isn't God, this is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and so are, are these just are these witnesses who were writing to the people of their day to communicate the reality of the risen Christ, um, or did we make something more out of it? Um, and, and so maybe these are some things we, we can discuss further in the weeks ahead. Yeah, we can talk more about this because I got some more thoughts about about Second Timothy, what you're talking about there, and some things that uh, Peter said, right, uh, regarding the writings of Paul. And, I mean, just, it, you asked something there, or you said something that sparked a question you know, for that I have to answer and that I think other people should answer, is that what, by what authority do, I mean, who, who told us, who told us that these 27 books are the canon that God wants. The God wants what we call these 27 books of the New Testament to be a an authoritative canon that's inspired and without error. Uh, who, who, where do we get that idea from? Did God ever say that he would do that? I, I think it's okay to ask that. And again, this isn't to say that we, we uh, don't get good stuff out of these writings because there is a lot of, there is a lot of truth in these writings and we're not and we're not knocking it but we're saying just because some men and we'll talk more about this I, I need to really wrap it up because <laughs> I, I just kind of want to keep going but I think we'll we will for time's sake we'll pick it up next week but why do we believe that just because men um, 1600 years ago or so voted, they debated, they argued, uh, they didn't agree on everything, but they voted on these specific books. Why do we put our faith in them and their vote and say that that was Holy Spirit-led? 
why do we do that? And, and again, this is not to knock these writings. And what we're trying to do, really, is to elevate the personal ministry of the Holy Spirit, God in you, the Holy Spirit in you. So we'll talk more about this, and we won't take too much time with it, right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.